0: India. India. Oh, it tasted sandy. Oh, that's not good. It gets worse. Right there at the end, it's getting a lot worse. (laughs) Put a little sand in it. You know, it wasn't that bad to start with, Uh -uh. but then that second shot. Oh, the aftertaste is. (laughs) Oh my god, what the fuck? (laughs) The pineapple wasn't so bad. Like I taste it in my cheeks, like I'm tasting like fucking rusty metal or something right now. Don't
1: you think you put that on your your ice cream?
0: Oh fuck, no, dude. Come on. I feel like I should throw that up. <laughs>
2: Welcome back to your football fantasy. Grab a drink, roll back your foreskin, and let Dweez Nuts, Big Wiz, and the Bullfrog stroke
0: your fantasy loins. So I've been doing—you don't know because you're not on Twitter. I've been doing a top five list every single day on Twitter Ooh, for like the should, last month. You should month. do some non-football ones. Yeah, I have been planning spice on spice it. it up a little bit. After that one about top the top five, so I did the best top five best hands in the league. Oh, they and I used fun. like he put some shitty fucking. <laughs> I used with, look, I used, like, statistical Listen stuff. Listen to the names he put up. I came up with, I used, I, I kind of made some very, very, very soft algorithmic sort of things to, to determine. <laughs> it. But.
1: Lots of air factors but here. But DeAndre
0: Hopkins wasn't on this list. You're an idiot. And the whole And Twitter. Will Fuller was on right. the top. So the whole fucking Twitterverse. This is the problem. Sometimes you 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 like devalue what we provide to our listeners. Let me clarify why Will Fuller was on there Uh, because he gets four fucking four targets and three catches for the four millionth time since I've been since I posted this thing because people grilled me about it. Uh, He had the he had he caught one hundred percent of his catchable passes and his average depth of target was five yards downfield further than the next closest guy in that statistical category. That so does I, not mean Will Fuller I, has better hands I'm than saying, DeAndre Hopkins, buddy. I, all I'm saying is I weighted depth of, tar- like, longer targets, higher than closer targets because they're harder to catch.
1: That's, I'm not necessarily, I don't agree with that statement.
0: You don't agree with that statement? Like if I It's a harder throw. From here, is it
1: harder to catch or harder throw?
2: It's both. Ooh, I, don't I don't know. Sometimes the closer ones are harder because they're bullets, baby, right there. Quick,
0: quick, yeah, quick. I mean, if it's coming from like Brett Favre, right. you break your fingers. But uh, point is, I got you have a point. So after that list, I almost posted some non-football stuff. I tried to do the softest, like most vanilla list I could. Why don't you do like
1: the biggest, best rest you like to motorboat?
0: I'm not a motorboater. I'm an ass man. Hey, I don't motorboat the ass. Analingus. What? Which? Which ass?
1: Which are the five best asses that you like to
0: not a to fucking eat rent-out Kind of guy either. But uh, you know, oh, I bet listeners would like that. There's gonna come. There's gonna come a point where I run out of fucking football related things to do because I'm doing these every day. If you
1: don't enjoy anything. We got
0: it. I do a lot. I do a lot. Hey, listeners. FYI, Dweez Nuts is also going to be writing articles for the Fantasy Sports Gaming Network here coming up soon. You should check them out at the FSGN. .com. I think my first article is dropping tonight. Do you give them a link on the it's website? It's going to be called Top 5 uh, Landing Spots for Rookies in this upcoming draft. So, I hope you get a couple of those right. Dude, they're great. They're fucking on Do you point.
2: Want, are we giving any teasers?
0: Yep. Yeah, I'll tell you I'll tell you one when we get to that later in the show. Right, and I'll right. Talk to you right. I'll tell it to you right now, in fact, because it's going to come up later. My number one landing spot for rookies in this upcoming draft is the running back position on the Tampa Bay Bucks because there's nobody rid- willing to step up. And we'll take talk about word. that. We, we are going to talk about it. But before we talk about any of that, let's get to our sponsor, shall we? This week's episode is brought to you by Ookie Cookie, the newest family game from Hasbro's. Grab your crew, circle up, and get pumping in this action packed race to the finish. If you lose, no worries. There's a sweet and salty treat just waiting for you. Everyone's bound to have a rip roaring good time. Ookie Cookie, the official game of frat boys and middle aged soccer dads everywhere. Not recommended for children under the age of 12. All right, guys. So, what is it? Ookie Cookie. Look it up.
2: This week in football.
0: A little bit of news. So there was some concern a couple of weeks ago. This whole Fournette stuff came out. Got arrested, blah, blah, blah. His coach literally said, Hey, it's happened to me before I've been arrested for driving on a suspended license. We're not going to punish this guy at all. Uh, I think I asked you the question last week. Are you over Fournette yet? Now that he's not going to have any team punishments. I told you the time. The answer is no. I just...
1: I, I, I think... Again, his, his ceiling just keeps going down bit by bit by bit.
0: Yeah, it started pretty low just because he's not going to play 16. When in
1: 2017, it was 17.3 points per game. That's pretty damn high.
0: In How about 2018?
1: Pretty
2: damn low, right? Yeah. I still yeah. think they're going to give him every opportunity. When well, they traded away in. yelled it, yeah. they, they got he's rid of get high. high. Right. And he's going every opportunity. He, he is Derrick Henry. With I mean, more. He's, the, he's got a potential to be top five. If he could stay healthy, Opportunity is, is the offense that good, though? Doesn't matter. They weren't that good two years ago. But their Look, defense
1: was the best in the NFL. Yeah, it, could, it could Nick be there again. Goals coming in. What is what, what is Hornets? Is it ceiling? ten TDs? Are we are talking
2: about ceiling? Yeah. Oh, it's more than that. The ceiling is more than ten scores. He could score three in a game. Um, uh,
1: give him your ceiling.
2: What is the ceiling? It's it's, it's fucking ceiling.
1: It's, probably it's probably certainly not
0: thirty-eight overall touchdowns. Look, I'd say his no his his absolute ceiling, which he's not going to come anywhere near. And this would be if he stays healthy all sixteen games. Is going to be like running back eight
1: to twelve TDs. That's Derrick Henry total
0: total yeah total TDs uh, Yes, double digits absolutely double digits but but that's not going to be the reality because he's not going to fucking play sixteen games. So
1: could you take him? Could you tell our listeners right now? Don't be afraid to take him as your number two running back. no. no.
0: Uh, I don't think so.
1: if he's getting twelve TDs, that, that that's in the realm of consideration, folks.
0: That is his absolute ceiling. We go for
1: ceiling all the time.
0: I like to draft guys as close to their floor as possible. Right, depends on I guess the the, the draft hole.
2: If you let's say you're waiting, let's say you if you are up the bottom of number let's two, say you stack up on receivers. You got one stud RB and you're waiting on your. RB. Well, he's two. gonna be
1: go. He's gonna go still bottom three, four at least well, five. Mean. Right,
2: for a lot of people, he'll go earlier than what they want him at and then you're just going to not have him. You know, Like That's probably what will happen for me. I just won't have any ownership of him because he'll go before I'm interested in taking
0: him. Uh, I just think it's interesting no punishment, so that's worth noting. Um, speaking of punishments, Tyreek Hill's son was just removed from his custody. Three-year-old kid. Am I right about that? Is he three? I so. He was at the time his arm. on one of the reports. But. Some investigator somewhere, not an NFL investigator, we're talking a, a DFS investigator that's not Daily Fantasy Sports or <laughs> Family Services, decided to take him away from him. That is, uh, as far as the NFL investigators are concerned, that's going to that's going to point to guilt. Have to, at this point, think there's going to be a suspension. So I thought, like, Zeke and...
1: Uh, AP Z got
0: six. AP got like eight, ten, for the kid thing. That, okay, so maybe it's a lot more than three. Uh, Hunt's getting eight.
2: Well, he uh, punted
0: a bitch in the face. Yeah, right, but it's it's a, it's some type of assault. So, what? Couple of questions. Let's say he get let's let's cut it in the middle. Let's say he gets six games. Okay. What happens to Tyreek Hill's value, that's pretty obvious, but what happens to that entire offense? We we ranked them, you and I did, Wiz, number 1. You had them at number 2 when we did our offensive ranking show last year, last week. Does that affect that ranking at all?
2: I mean, I had him I mean, still top 5. I had them at 2 kind of because of that, assuming something was going to happen there. So you already uh, weighed that in so A little bit. You don't think anything's going to happen? Well, right, I, no, I think he's going to... But nothing's going to happen something. to that offense. Well, not, so not as much... Not not enough to drop him down too far. That
0: bears the question that's probably most fans. I think Watkins... Relevant. Who is the guy that's going? Watkins to Watkins ADP in a team. goes way up if that announcement comes Head out. Head Watkins in the preseason, was so much. It was so bad. Yeah, but does his actual value go up? Is it all Kelsey? Is Damian Williams going to get a bunch more work out of the back? Uh, somebody. Has,
1: so Andy Reid's offenses are goof. I mean, they, 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 he finds Deshaun Jackson because he's a speed demon. He, right, he, he they, finds.
2: He, he might draft somebody yeah. that has a, a nice role or they might have somebody already on the roster i just don't see you know, it from the coming from what they that got that chris, chris Conley
0: throw? last year who was who spent a lot of time as their number 3 last year right then they he, still have the other difference makers at the,
1: at, the, at the position right like to figure it out yeah I, I mean is watkins actually a difference maker at the rider position
0: i think he's pretty he, damn talented he's very talented so so the question is this you have you have a you have a name you can either say a name or you can say hey somebody that's going to be drafted let's say he'll goes out Whose value somebody's value is gonna skyrocket. Whose is it? Is it is it Williams? Is it Kelsey? Is it Watkins? Is it somebody else that we that we won't know until training camp?
1: Kelsey for sure.
0: Wiz says Kelsey. Bullfrog says I'll go Watkins. I, I don't hate the Watkins call. We'll see if he can stay on the field. All are right. you? No? What? Eh? I'm gonna say that a lot of those are gonna go split between Watkins and Damian Williams. I think his his stock goes up which a lot of people are really high on him. like He's going to get to a point where you can't touch him at his value or lack of value once he'll get suspended. Next piece of news comes back to Oakland, my favorite team, and the dumbest fucking leader uh, uh, in the NFL. That's Gruden. And, uh, and apparently Mike Mayock's playing along with this. The two of them sent home all of their team's scouts. They sent them home leading up to the draft. You know, like – The day all of the scouts live for all season. They spend 364 days a year working towards this one day. They sent them all home. They said, don't come back. They're not expected to be back until after the draft is over. Because Mayock and Gruden don't know who they can trust in the room. What the fuck does that mean? What's wrong with these people? And how many wins are the Raiders actually going to have this year, even with A.B.? I I mean, I'm going to... Let's plead ignorance
1: here. You don't know what information they share or what, they w- what was discussed or what g- they gave, right? So, I mean, they have, th- they have three picks in the first round? Something oh like that. They right, so lot. I'm assuming they've got some sort of plan. It doesn't really matter if the scouts are there. <laughs> right. um, I do find it interesting that if they say they don't trust them, then, we'll, I mean, good luck fucking working for the two shitheads.
2: Yeah, and I mean, you know, maybe some of these scouts are carryovers from the prior coaching g- regime that they're just kind of, I don't know. Dude. Maybe they got all the information they need, and now they're just said, go take a vacation. You've done what you got to do. Thanks for your help. <laughs> we got it from here. Look. Yeah. It doesn't look good. Yeah. It
0: does. You it's, never know. It's fucking terrible. <laughs> one, two, one, one, look, I, so, so I'm a boss, right? I own a company. I have people. If there's somebody that you don't trust to be around for the one day that they're of value, why do they still work for you? What, fucking fire him. Send him home for the draft. That's bullshit. Two, I don't care how good Mike Mayock is at preparing for a draft because it's all he's done for the last 20 years. He's he's probably better, than it, better at it than most GMs. Nobody can be prepared for every possible scenario and every possible player for seven rounds. That's why you have teams of scouts. These guys are fucking idiots, and I think the Raiders win six games this year, absolute max. I haven't even looked at their schedule. Did you guys answer that question? I don't think you did. No, I haven't looked at the schedules. Uh, we'll they talk. Came out, we'll, though. We may talk schedules in the next week or two. Yeah. Um, real quick, did you look at the Bears schedule, Wiz? Mm-mm. I looked at the Bears schedule, and they I was open like, with Green Bay. I was man. like nine, ten wins, nine or ten wins, right? And then I get on Twitter, and and one, and one of the guys on Twitter I follow, he said his tweet was, "Congratulations to every NFL fan for finding nine or ten wins on their home team's <laughs> schedule this year." So uh, I felt terrible about myself. <laughs> Demarius Thomas, you remember him? Signed by the New England Patriots. Probably the only team that he could even potentially have a year with because, you know, they've done it in the past. They've taken old has-been receivers and turned them into value. Are they going to really, Older dude?
1: receivers that can move? Chad Not Johnson really. didn't do
0: it. Only Moss, really. Only Moss, yeah. Give me
2: another Moss was one. was awesome. Yeah, but he's the only one. I think the other guy's kind of... Under hype. Who, who else? Chad Johnson it. was there. Any chance Demarius Thomas has? And Gordon. I mean, he wasn't even that old, but he couldn't really couldn't do. Cocaine. He couldn't. Figure couldn't it stay, out. couldn't, couldn't be, stay healthy. Couldn't stay healthy.
0: Couldn't stay. Couldn't stay clean. That too. Couldn't fucking get. What's, what's his
1: range? Four TDs yeah. to
0: TDs? I want to know what is his range of outcomes. Don't give me TDs. I want to know what, where we fin- what, what his range of outcomes are for fantasy wide receiver? What through what possibly?
1: Sixty through fifty.
0: Jeez. That's I
2: was thinking about 60 through 40. So Unless he, they play him at tight end. Uh, so he he's That's what right he is. I mean, like then, I see this guy. Is,
1: he can't separate anymore. He's just a big body that hopefully he gets open in the red zone.
0: Yeah, he could yeah. Be line up at tight end a little bit, maybe. How's his 50-50 ball skills? Can he go up and take huh. it away? I don't think so. So don't draft him at all unless maybe you're in a dynasty league you might be able to use him a week unless
1: or you're drafting either. 25 players I don't see why you'd even consider him
0: all right fair enough we won't talk about him any longer big whiz on
2: his stat of the week
0: you got Wait. one hmm. nope bullfrog on it. Is anybody gonna take a shot with me hmm. yeah I'll do a pineapple with you come on I gotta
1: take a break of mine
0: you're gonna have some
1: whole candy is no, candy. I, I will drink some more Blender's
0: Bright. Jesus Christ, that's the worst. That guy's got bad. big balls. It's got big, the I'm wh- got a big, big. big it's the worst. Too, fucking studio on that too. That this studio sky. is. A big, I can't wait for Studio C. Just, just three, three years of the making, folks. Wow. We're, <laughs> gonna, we're working on that Studio C. We are soundproofing it with egg cartons. It's going to be fantastic. Bullfrog, not the big whiz, is going to hit us oh, with our Saturday shot, Oh, cheers. Shot. Pineapple.
2: Oh, it tastes old. It does taste a little crotchety. No, it's because the blender's Prime. All right. So much better. Oh, Last God. week we did a little quarterback. This week we're going to talk a little running back. Big game running backs. You guys know anything about them? Not a damn that's, thing. That's what I do. All right. Babe, so, first going? question of the day Who holds the single game? Rushing record and how many yards? Jamal Lewis, Jamal Lewis 301, two 380. No, 380? Um, no, and no, come on, dragon. Not 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 Jamal, Jamal Lewis.
1: Lewis Charles?
2: Not according to my research. Ch- Jamal Charles, by one yard, someone passed him.
1: Jamal Charles,
0: nope. Was it recently, mm-hmm. like in the last couple years? We've seen some three hundred yard rushing games from Derrick Henry. I didn't want to yeah, guess. There's never been a
2: three hundred yard rushing game in the NFL.
0: So
1: two ninety eight was Charles or something.
2: Two ninety six. Adrian Peterson. Peterson. Two thousand seven. Jamal Lewis had two ninety five.
0: He had two and of those he games in the same one. year. What you, oh, but the Browns are watching that with Browns fans is great.
2: All right. So now we're we're talking about two hundred yard games in general. So what running backs have? Multiple, multiple. So we're looking at uh, the list of the top 200 yard rushers in the history of the NFL. So I'll tell you, the first place guy has six 200 yard games. How far back are we going here? Pretty far back. So
1: AP's on the list.
2: AP is not on the list.
1: He only has one 200 yard game.
2: Pretty far. I don't know that stat, but he's not. So
1: Jamal. So my guys
2: here have six. Five, five, four, four, four. We got six guys on the list. Earl Campbell is on the list with four two hundred yard games. Okay.
1: Jamal Charles.
2: Nope. Look it up, Wiz. Um Jamal
0: OJ Simpson.
2: Yes, number one with six. OJ the Juice Simpson. All by himself at number one. Sure. Did
0: your boy make it on the list at all? Who's that? Barry.
2: Barry's on the
0: board with four. Yep. That'd be Barry Sanders. Where's Walter? Because no, he got to save first and last name. Now he didn't have a
2: lot of big, big, long. No, and so then one, right? Three more. You got one old timer. Two since we've been playing fantasy. Jim Brown. There's your other old timer. He had four. Uh, so think back to the previous decade here. Who were the big dog running backs in the previous decade? Sean
0: Alexander. Nope.
2: Heck, he I did not couple. fucking he move, dude. He had a couple. Yeah, but I TD? did have a couple. LT. Who? No, TD. LT had oh, five. LaDainian had five. LaDainian had five? And who'd you say? I said TD. Who's that? Trell. Nope. Was it? Now, this other guy is probably definitely the worst of this list. Portis? He doesn't live up to the hype of the rest of these guys. It's not Portis? Nope. Who could it? And he's the guy
0: that's played. Is it around so is that same? Is it in that same era? Yep. Is it somebody that sucks but ran a lot?
1: Which is it one of those? That, he came
2: on late in his career and had it, a couple really good seasons. Fred Taylor? Nope. Is it Tiki Barber. Tiki Barber. Yeah. Did what? I get all
0: those? Wait, did I get all those again? You, you might have got them. I got feel lot. great about myself. Right. Holy shit! All right, a couple
2: more running back things here, real quick, before we wrap this up. Just that I thought was interesting. One uh, from seventeen to eighteen. So from 2017 to this last season, there was only one running back that carried over as a top five running back, rusher from year over year. From 17 to 18, Come on. rushing yards, rushing yards. Who was the only running back that carried over as a top five rusher in yards from 17 to 18? Was it Gurley? You're on, you're on a fucking roll tonight, yeah. there, Dweezil. Hell yeah, take but a well, shot, Gurley. I think the you only I feel one. like, you should take a shot for not getting any. In. I think I said Barry. so. Last season, I Zeke. Got Led the league in rushing yards. Yes. So, will he be able to finish even in the top five, one would think, barring injury, but we'll see.
1: And now for more dumb shit I heard this week.
0: Okay, guys, so there's a dude in Michigan. This is a Michigan man, not a Florida man. (laughs) In 2016, this dude had, uh, for whatever reason, as a grown man, moved back in with his parents. For a short period of time. And he brought all his stuff back there. Um, He was doing stuff around the house instead of paying rent. right? Whatever. Living with his parents. Anyway, he gets a job. He moves out. But he left his stuff at his parents' house for a while while he moved out. And his parents were slowly moving his stuff back toward him. To him. At some point, his parents came across, during the moving of his stuff, his porn collection. Mm. Now, to be clear... There were twelve moving boxes full of old porn movies, VHS and DVD, and the parents threw all of it out. Oh, man,
1: that would piss me off. Twelve boxes, a lot. The guy
0: called the police to file a, a report against them. He estimated the collection at being about twenty nine thousand uh, dollars. The police, uh, the the prosecuting attorney in the town, said, "I'm not, I'm not touching that fucking case with a ten foot pole." So now he's suing his parents. For a total of eighty-six thousand eight hundred twenty-two dollars and sixteen cents for throwing away his ridiculous porn collection, which he says is full of some rare and out-of-print <laughs> yeah. made by companies that are no longer even in business. So it's collectible type shit, and he's real pissed. And you know, there's some in this court case. There's some text messages back and forth, and one was from his dad that said, like, when you were fourteen. I threw away some of your porn, and I told you if I ever found any more of that shit in my house, I was going to throw it away again. And he did. So he's suing his parents for $90,000. Where's he burning at? Burning his porn. Where's it at? This is Michigan. Michigan. It was in Grand Rapids. It was no, in Big Rapids. Okay, Northern Big Rapids. No, Grand Haven. Grand Whatever. Haven. It's all the fuck. I don't know anything about Michigan, <laughs> guys. Fuck you.
2: I mean shit if it was a comic book collection or baseball card collection, it might hold some well, ground. Porn's so, so to why shouldn't right? porn
0: hold some ground some in that? Some good old school like fucking coll- I'm sure there's a some market for collectible, right? I got that. Some Johnny bush. John Holmes
2: or fucking
1: uh I don't know who the fuck you're John talking John Holmes
2: about. or what's the one guy J- Oh...
0: Uh, no. Ron Jeremy, Ron Jeremy's good old uh, Ron. Maybe like the first Peter North
2: collection. I so mean, like
0: Ron, like the first Ron Jeremy showing, much like Superman's first right. showing. First, probably worth uh, first, yeah, right. first fucking anal, first first, blow, first
2: Ron
1: <laughs> Jeremy's first shot, thought, uh, first facial.
0: <laughs> I mean, I'm sure that's worth <laughs> some money. I thought that was worth mentioning in our dumb shit this week. I, I hope he wins. Good. Yeah. I can tell you I hope he wins. You're I mean, I know dirty. all about the, my porn collection and my dad, You guys you remember know. Charles DeMar? Do you remember Charles DeMar from last season? Did yeah, a couple but, of things in the show, name three in the Pink Two and the Stink. But he was
1: he's never here. So
0: he had the last time I was at his house and in, in his bedroom, he wasn't there, he had probably six big like the big-ass black garbage bags full of porn video. He's a big dude. fucking porn, porn guy. Worse than you? Guy. Did he get you addicted to it? Did I just, yeah, oh, yeah, dude. Like, he gave me his My Free site account. My, My what? For a while. Oh, he hooked him up that. with a login for a Oh, period. wow. He, hooked me up with he gets the full-length videos with the ending, <laughs> even. <laughs> Last week, I told you that I've seen some elder porn. That was on his account. He showed me some elder so porn. El- right so you time.
1: guys watch elder porn
0: together? <clears throat> There was a whole group of us carotted around the computer watching this elder porn. It was called "Century Sex," uh, and it was like this sex counselor who was trying to fuck this old lady who felt bad about herself, but he had to keep stopping and like looking at porn to get re- hard again. Like he had to fluff himself a bunch of times. Yeah, whole group of us watching. Would, would he you beating off around who could, Charles Demar's? Who could win? Of Charles Demar's computer, but everybody left pretty quickly. I stayed and watched the whole thing. Cause you you were and Charles? Stay. You guys? No, just me. I'm assuming he's watched it several times. It was bookmarked on his fucking <laughs> Anyway. I, mean, I, t- I told you guys about my first porn experience with yes, Jack yeah, off and the
2: Beanstalk, but I mean, I'd go to my dad's as a young adult and, you know, I'd have a duffel bag and then um, when I got back home, I'd open my duffel bag and <laughs> there'd be a couple DVDs thrown in there that my dad would just willingly put in my duffel yeah, bag to, expose to donate from his collection to He was to telling he was giving it yeah. to you. Yeah. Pretty good. Yeah, I will share he my... He got his use
0: out of them and... I will share my favorite uh, <laughs> I will share my favorite porn sites with my children. So, <clears throat> real quick, I know we're way off topic here, but I-, I told you this on the way over. My wife offered me sex today, while in the middle of the day, sex, which is all we do these days, which is weird because we're married and we have children. I turned her down. I said, Instead, what I'd really like is for you to blow me for a few minutes and then I'll go jerk off in a toilet. Pissed her off a lot. Anyway, so we go upstairs, lock the door, finally she agrees, she gets on her knees and starts blowing me, and while she's doing it, I pull up porn on my phone. She stopped, she looked at me, and the look of fucking, like, darts coming out of her eyes, like, what the fuck are you doing, she said, but she continued, as I watched my porn. It was these, (laughs) yeah, it was these two girls fucking their dad, it was not... (laughs) what <laughs> the fuck Jeez. is wrong with you <laughs> but yeah anyway it, it, it all worked out but that was the first time I ever pulled out porn while she was blowing me that's and that did not you... it 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 felt like it wasn't going well but she kept going so so you feel like a success good for her I would you got recommend got it to the listeners that video or no right? would
1: you recommend doing that like hey if you're getting a blowjob from a girl
0: pull out some should porn should you
1: consider pulling out porn
0: yes because it'll piss her off and I like pissed off naked chicks but well, what if she would have just quit?
1: What if she would have bit your dick?
0: Oof. <laughs>
2: that was a risk you were, were taking huh? I was ready to take that. <laughs> Does that, that feel day good? Day uh-huh. Day. Yeah. I, I too got daytime sex today. It's interesting that you brought that up. You say
0: two got, I didn't get daytime yeah, sex. I turned no. it down. I, I, I said took okay, it. yeah. That's the only sex we ever have anymore. Middle Midtime of day sex. The girls were, were both, are the girls were laying on,
2: t- watching the couch and she just gives me that look. She had a little Captain and coke and.
0: We went upstairs, locked the door. Yeah, We'll be like cooking dinner. Finish it. We'll be cooking dinner. You know, I'll like kiss her neck or something and she'll just walk over and turn off the burners. It gets game on. Boom. Of course, halfway up the series show, it says, you got to be quick. We got to go make dinner. <laughs> That's not a problem, wife. <laughs> Two minutes. That's not a problem. All right. Let's get into our main event for the night. No drop. It's still. To do you gonna take a shot. <laughs> it's all you, buddy. I'll take a shot with you. Oh, never mind. I'll take your next shot with you. Is that another one of those uh, Indian whiskeys? Oh my God, it's great. Does it get better as it goes? Mm-hmm. You gotta do another one. Yeah, I'll take old Camp with you in a minute here. <coughs> Today, our topic oh of the day, uh, our main event, we're going to look at sophomore breakout candidates. Okay, so we're going to take a bunch of rookies from last year. Maybe they had decent years last year. Maybe they disappeared completely last year, but we think... <clears throat> It's their time to come on. If you've paid any attention to fantasy football over the last decade or so, uh, the position that you should be looking at here is wide receiver because rookie wide receivers always suck. It's year two or year three that they break out. That's why I only picked wide receivers. How about you, Bullfrog? Uh, two receivers and a tight end. Ah, and how about you, Wiz? I picked a running back, a wide receiver, and a bust running so we back. We at least picked a wide receiver. Uh, that's, where, that's where you go. So leading into the draft... Next week, heads up, hey. when you see these rookie-wide receivers go off the board, don't get too hyped about them until year two, maybe even year three. So ago. is Moss
1: the only rookie running back who actually kind of went off?
0: Uh, I think Larry Fitzgerald had a pretty big rookie season. Kel- catch,
1: Kelvin catch Johnson. Johnson, I thought, had a pretty good year.
0: Yeah. It's rare. It's, Moss, these, fucking, it's, fucking it's these generational guys that Hall of first-ballot Hall of Famer type receivers are the only kind of guys that you see going off. We
1: don't have any this year, correct?
0: No. You know
2: what kind of saddens me? Like, what Moss did... Maybe it was just because of as good as he was, but that type of play doesn't even happen that much anymore. Like, no. just that over-the-top ball. Like, yeah. teams just don't even try it. I don't know if it's because uh, Moss was that good. I mean, a few times, but, I mean, he was getting it how many times a game? The guy was 6'4", you know?
1: fucking was like, ran a four four forty and yeah, just took tops off deep.
0: All right. So let's get into this. That was an embarrassment. Give us a sophomore that you think is going to break out this year. People should be paying attention. I'm going to take the
1: easy one here first. I'm going to go with Trey Quan Smith out of New Orleans. Um, that's the easy one, huh? Yeah. Okay. Plays for a great offense. We, I think we a big. consensus top ten offense that we ranked him. You're, five? I actually, five. I think I think I had him at ten. Consensus but you two had him at both consensus top five. I think. Five, yeah. Um, Simple fact of the matter is Drew Brees still has thrown over 30 TDs over every year since 2007 except one. Traquan averaged 15.3 yards per catch. I liked it. He had five TDs last year. Um, QB rating when he was targeted was number three in the NFL, which is interesting. Pretty good. 25% end zone target share, 15% red zone target share. His true catch rate was 90.3%.
0: Also pretty good. Just to clarify, true catch rate simply means his catch rate on balls that were catchable.
1: His fantasy points per target is number 8 in the NFL at 2.29 points. And I just feel that this year, his 2019 floor is 50 receptions, 9 900 yards. Ooh,
0: floor? Nine touchdowns How about, how about Sealy? How about Sealy? I'm going to say his a- the average, okay? Let me- you said fifty catches and yeah. nine touchdowns. Yeah, that's like a nineteen percent touchdown rate.
1: He had five catches on twenty-eight receptions and last year, and
2: like a fucking eighteen or nineteen yards per catch. So he's bumping up from fifteen to about fucking nineteen. So
1: it'll be okay. I mean, <clears throat> keep it in mind so the only thing is Ingram's is gone.
2: Ingram's gone. They didn't Thomas, lose any is, th- Thomas is the other pass catcher. Thomas is the number one. But
1: Thomas is not. Thomas is is the big guy that's going to the middle, and he's going. But they picked up Cook,
2: and they still have Ginn. Meredith's going to be back.
1: Cook, Jared. Yeah, you're scared of Jared Cook. Jared I'm
2: Cook. not scared of him, but Jared Cook was. Pretty I don't know good. how much more that gives Smith this year compared to last year. That's my fear. I like nice. Traquan Smith, and mm. I love that he's in that offense. But I don't know where he gets those additional. Ingram's gone. Catches from. But it's a running back. Ingram had, what, 25 catches last year? Murray will get 18, so there's seven more catches. Murray will get three, 15. <laughs> Ten more, then. Um, I've tri- I put my money down and trick one. Yeah, but how many how many catches did their tight ends get last year? Not very many. Not many. And you know Cook's going to get more than what their tight Cook's, ends got Cook last
1: just year. showed up in Oakland out of his fucking 15 years in the NFL, or 10 years in the NFL, just showed up in Oakland.
0: I'm going to talk about one of my receivers next, just okay. because it's relatively relevant. Easy? I poured a shot. <clears throat> no, <clears throat> I'm going to go with Anthony Miller. Uh, this is Chicago Bears wide receiver. To be clear, I hate, as I talked about last week, the Bears offense. I hate the quarterback there. But the thing is, touchdowns in fantasy are king, right? You can catch the ball a ton. You can get a ton of yards. But it's all about those touchdowns, which is why Julio Jones's 1,600 yards didn't land him far and above better than everybody else. He still scored decently. But Anthony Miller scored seven touchdowns last year on 54 targets. So I I want to talk about this guy because he's, you know, uh, he's the same kind of guy as Traquan Smith. Not a lot of catches, a lot of touchdowns last year. He had a 23% end zone target share on that team as a smaller guy. Uh, Part of the reason I really like Anthony Miller's potential for this year is because when you watch him play, he's the – Fiercest fucking dude on the field. He reminds me of like a Steve Smith, Steve Smith yeah. Hines Ward kind of guy who's like, fuck you. I don't give a shit if I'm smaller than you. I'm gonna I'm gonna punch you in the face and catch this ball. He's an attitude to him. It's good attitude. I like it. Yeah. As a Bears fan, I like it. So <clears throat> I looked at touchdown rates among guys that had at least 50 targets. So your guy didn't qualify because he didn't have 50 targets. Mike Williams, who I also fucking love.
1: Well, Mike Williams would be a cheating person in this pick.
0: Yeah. He had a 15.2%. Touchdown rate that was the best in the league with at least fifty targets. Tyler Lockett was number two, which what well, who is the Top ten wide receiver last year, fourteen point three percent touchdown rate. Number three on that list was Anthony Miller at thirteen percent touchdown rate. That's that's pretty good. Is that necessarily repeatable? No, but I do think uh, he's going to have more opportunities, more targets, more catches. He had a shoulder injury in the middle of the season that slowed his, his snap share. Uh, from increase every year, every week it was increasing, increasing, increasing. He hurt his shoulder and it slowed his potential to be out there. Do you remember what field. week that was? It was week 11. It was week 11. And it just kind of killed it, right? From that point on, he never had another. Uh, uh, his his snapshot sure didn't go up again from where it was prior to that. So I think he gets back on the field. He's proving to the coaches all year long last year till that injury that he deserves to be on the field running routes. He ran more routes each week. So I think his, his uh, opportunity goes up. Not a ton because I think the offensive production goes down a little bit. I think a good, solid expectation for Miller is going to be 63 catches, 600-ish yards, eight touchdowns, which isn't a ton more. But to do that two years in a row and to to sustain a little more presence on the field, I think qualifies him as as a breakout, somebody that you can look at as a low-end, low-end wide receiver too, but a high-end flex guy on the year. I,
1: I like Anthony Miller for for one reason. I, I was the only person to rank the Seattle Bears offense in the top ten. I think sure. it's a good offense. Um, and you're right. He does have that little attitude about him. Um, the things I don't like: Tyler Gabriel. Sure. To me, he's almost very similar player, and, and, and same with fucking, not as tough though. I not don't think he did, no not not okay. the, not the exact right. same, but yep. close yep. enough. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Um, and then the only running back they have now not the only running back. Tariq Cohen is great. But I, but, is but, but, I get it, but, but Cohen kind of plays the same role there. Sure. they To me, the th- those three players are pretty interchangeable, and I like Anthony Miller a lot.
0: And to be fair, Trey Burton should should have yeah. had a lot more opportunity on those midfield stuff. But that's not just just not the offense Nagy wants to run with, right? Tight end. yeah, you
2: know, Trey Burton
0: graded it as the best blocking tight end in the NFL last year. That's stupid.
2: Year, on me. one side anyway. I mean, I'll take it. But the one the one as interesting Bears, thing that I would like to see on Anthony Miller is what were the numbers when Allen Robinson was in and out? What, sure. or Did yeah, he I score a lot of those on splits. games? You know, when mm-hmm. Allen was out, because I know when Allen was in, man. Fucking Mitch loves fucking Allen Robinson, yes. I feel like. He forces Allen the ball compared to some like of these to, other guys. I would
1: like to know, on those seven TDs, how many of those were within, within the 10-yard line? Because there was a lot of those those three-yard shovel passes where he was scoring he was touchdowns on. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. Well, t- uh, 23% was the end zone shot, yeah. so he, they were throwing a lot. in the end zone plenty. I mean, 23 is high. I think it was second on the team, but it was, it's high. That's a high number for a rookie that only had fifty-four total targets. And, 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 and
1: Traquan Smith is six-two. Anthony Miller is what five? He's a ten.
0: Yeah, he's a little guy. He's fun to. He's he is probably <laughs> the most fun rookie to watch outside of Barkley last year. I love watching the kid like... <laughs> I don't know if i go that far. That's my favorite kind of player to watch, though. Like, the, the fucking small, tough, in-your-face, yeah. punch-you-in-the-gut. But to, a
1: to say that you're comparing him to, to Barkley is a different... I'm just saying
0: fun to watch. I'm not saying he's the same kind of player. I'm not saying he's the same kind of fantasy player. I'm saying he's fun. I love watching players like that. They're my favorite kind of players to watch. Really? To play.
2: Speak, Go ahead. Bull speaking bro. of that, just jumping off, I've reading some articles about Edelman, and just anybody that knows that man just says he's the toughest fucking yeah. man alive. Those are the guys I love to like, watch. He play would get football. in a fight with a guy that outweighs him a hundred pounds and whoop his ass. Like, yeah. and that's why he's successful in the NFL at five ten and
0: two hundred pounds. This is you know? a whole breed of receivers that run, the slot receivers that run over the middle, little guys. That's how they gotta be. Yeah. yeah. To be successful, it you gotta be.
2: So I'm gonna get. I'm gonna do a guy that uh, probably can compete with Anthony Miller as far as uh, athleticism and explosiveness, and uh, that's the first round pick for Carolina last year, DJ Moore. He was a workout star at the combine. This man finished in the 80th or 90th percentile in every. Workout metric at the combine, he ran a four four two forty. He was in the ninety fourth percentile for burst. He was in the 89th percentile for catch radius, which I thought was pretty impressive, considering he's only I think six foot,
0: but he finished
2: in the damn here 5'11". I think. Well, player profiler I think had him at six even, but uh, I don't know what his, his measures at the combine was. But uh, anyway, last season he had eighty two targets, fifty five catches. 788 yards but he only found the end zone twice yeah. and that's kind of what held him back he finished as the number 38 wide receiver because of the lack of touchdowns he also threw in 13 carries for 172 yards so I mean all all combined he had what 900 and 960 970 yards but two scores. So kind of like well you know Anthony Miller maybe you will see some touchdown regression maybe he can you know even it out get 7 or 8 but you got to think DJ Moore gets some positive regression uh you know and scores you some say, more which I'll you, talk
0: you say that you gotta think that, but right, it's not always the Here, case. Here's why I don't I guess, think that.
2: Well, well,
1: I'm, I'm not sure you can actually. Hit, I totally well, agree with you, in your case,
2: that. you were, you said he was going to get more catches, which then will still lower his his touchdown percentage. I think he'll get. That's more, why he could get yeah, more I, touchdowns. I, I, I don't right.
0: think he's going to score that many touchdowns. And here's why: because Who, in Carolina, more? Have, Cam more, Cam Newton has always fucking stolen touchdowns away from people. The other guy now on that team and doing that, CMC, yeah. who they're giving the ball to every fucking play inside the 10. Uh, you know, they don't have a lot of receiving options, so they don't really throw... Funches never have, gone. They never have, right? Yeah, they oh. signed Hogan, whatever. Ian Thomas, whatever, right? Greg Olson, whatever. But between CMC and and uh, Cam Newton, they just don't give the ball up inside the red zone. All right. Well, let, uh, me, I, let me I finish I my think both
1: uh, accurate on this one. Yeah. Two, two TDs,
2: I mean... Yeah. It, The regression tells you it's gonna go up.
0: I'll get a couple, and maybe four.
2: Anyway, let me continue on DJ for a second here. Uh, You know he had better stats than Samuel in every category other than touchdowns. I think Samuel had Samuel scored two on the ground, and he might have had five in the air. So he took a couple of those. Uh, He led the team in catches as a rookie. Had more than any other player. No, other than uh, CMC, I guess, as a pass catcher. uh, Other than Christian McCaffrey, there. He was number 13 in the NFL in yards after catch per target. So his average on targets, he was number 13. So he did a good job of running with the ball after he catches it, making some plays. Uh, last year he finished as the number 38 wide receiver. As I mentioned, his current ADP, ADP is at wide receiver number 29. And uh, I definitely think he could finish as maybe in 15 to 18 range if he can hit projections, which I have him for about, 70 catches and a thousand yards and seven scores, maybe another 150 on the ground and a score as well. Uh, I think if Carolina's smart, it's about time for Cam to stop running the ball into the Can end zone. Can Cam so
1: much. throw the ball? This well, is the problem.
2: Well, in the end zones, as Anthony Miller does, it can be those little shovel passes. Uh, it can be handoffs to DJ Moore. He's that Cam, good of an athlete.
1: Cam's a good athlete. He's not. I'm not. I, he's not a very
2: accurate quarterback.
0: I don't. I he's don't. good
2: enough. He's been a top ten fantasy
0: quarterback. How many times?
2: Nothing recently. I can tell you that much. Yeah, I just
0: I just don't see the seven touches. I I, you know, we drafted DJ Moore mm-hmm. in our dynasty league last year, and I think DJ Moore. You know, he's a really cool player, but. We traded him away today yeah. because I don't know that he's gonna he's gonna do that. And and, and it comes down to the same thing. We, but we like ball. DJ Morse. Let's not lie. We, get, we, 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 we like DJ. Do like him. It's just I don't know that the touchdowns. Well, who else is are there. gonna catch? Who else? Who else is gonna? How many? How many? How so, many
2: passing touchdowns can Carolina have this year? So to Curtis
0: twenty five. So, so to Curtis Samuel, the Curtis Samuel point. He was injured for a good portion of the year. He didn't play. That's why he didn't lead in most of those categories. I think Curtis Samuel is going to have an opportunity to get more more looks than D.J. Moore over the course of the season because the team likes him. But
2: you could have seven TDs. That's how well, not... Samuel's been around for a little uh, longer, too. Yeah, D.J. You
0: Moore at
1: seven TDs, to me, seems realistic.
0: Nine I, I see him catching four.
1: Where are they going to go?
0: Exactly. Same place they went last year. To me, this is the
1: same discussion with Strickland Smith. I, I say nine TDs, I say I'm crazy, but, like, realistically, D.J. Moore, Cam Newton at 25 TDs is probably pretty accurate. I would
2: think in that so. round, right. right? CMC gets eight. Five, five to eight? Sure. Tight ends get five to five eight. Five to eight. <laughs> they got... Wide receivers are going to get the remaining nine Moore's, to DJ Moore
1: yeah. I'm there with you. I I, I think it's a good re- good ceiling. I'm not sure about the one or two rush, rushing ones, but. you could sneak one in. I mean. Is, is seven TDs, 1,000 yards, number five, wide receiver 15?
2: Yeah, I looked it up. That would is it finish really? him in about the 15 to 18 Ooh. range if he were able to put up. Those numbers. Yeah. Really?
0: Do we happen to know where he's going ADP right now? Yeah, I said number ninety nine. Twice. I still think that's
2: value at twenty nine.
0: Yeah, if his so it where you've got him there is definitely his absolute ceiling. Like he's not gonna finish no, any yeah. better than that. Yeah. If you can get Agreed. him at twice his ceiling, like half the yeah. price of his ceiling. It's goodbye. Like, yeah. I think his I think his floor is gonna be safe. I just think it's the touchdowns that keeps his ceiling down. Wiz, give us another.
1: Whew. I, I say this one. Hesitantly.
0: Anybody take a shot with me?
1: Froggy Leonard's Pride. Um, Ronald Jones in Tampa, Ooh, folks. This, so this is yeah. what I
0: said. Best rookie landing spot. Tampa Bay running back.
1: Yeah. I, I don't... Dis- okay, this is all predicated on the draft, right? Assuming they don't go with a, a, a running back. Um, or any running back in the first or second round, at least. Um... The fact of the matter is, Ronald Jones only had twenty. I think he had twenty-three carries last year. He had one TD and seven catches. He just wasn't used. Uh, out of USC, he did. He ran a, a forty that was a four-point-six. He was compared to Jamal Charles. He has the talent. Bruce Arians is now in. He arrived in Tampa.
0: Say so he ran a four-point-six, and they compared him to Jamal Charles. Yeah, Jamal
1: Charles only ran a four-point-three. Yeah, I think it's. I think it was more of the build. The okay. same, similar builds. Okay. Um. But Bruce Arians' fucking offense has, has been phenomenal. They've scored tons of points. Uh, you saw what he did with David Johnson. I'm not saying he's going to be the next David Johnson.
0: Yeah, Somebody, uh, somebody on that team is going to get a ton of running
1: back. Someone's going to get the opportunity. I, I, I'm guessing it's going to be Ronald Jones. Um, I see he's going to be a breakout only because I think of the opportunity where he's at. I, I really see a ceiling here at six TDs. I don't see how it's going to be more than that. Maybe maybe he will go fucking apeshit crazy. I don't know, um, but I'm, gonna, I'm taking a gamble.
0: That's a, uh, if, if
2: a Tampa gamble. doesn't draft a running back early, then I'm on board with Ronald Jones for sure.
0: They're going to take a running back.
1: Well, tell me why? Because you didn't see Ronald Jones do anything last year. A we don't re- know why. There's a reason well, you didn't. Dirk Cotter, is a fuck, he was there.
0: sucked in
2: practice, that's was why. But. Or maybe he couldn't, couldn't, couldn't pass block, probably. Couldn't pass block. Who the fuck knows? We'll see, right? That's always, a teachable
0: thing, pass blocking. It's always... Yeah, I mean, yeah, the actual technique of pass blocking is teachable. Let me talk about, you know, the mo- probably the most obvious sophomore breakout here on, on all of our lists. Combined. The most obvious is Mike Williams. Like, yeah. He was not He's not a sophomore. He's that. Uh, yesterday, last year was his second year. Third year. Yeah. He's a third year guy. He missed his whole first year on injury. Oh, his neck. You're right. Prior to the season. Yep. Uh, this is Dante Pettis, wide receiver, San Francisco. Uh, he he started to come on really well last year, even with a third and whatever fourth string uh, quarterback on that team over the last. Uh, we, Weeks he averaged, I don't know how many weeks. Was, was the last insane. four weeks. Last four weeks he averaged six plus targets per game, which is awesome, right? If you're looking at your wide receiver, two getting more than six targets every game, that's pretty good. That's a 99 target pace, 64 catch pace, by the way. Uh, the real interesting thing for me, which is Ooh. a stat that I love and most people don't seem to, I put it on Twitter and people hated it. 2.38 yards of separation per target. He led the league in that statistical category, which tells me he can get open. Okay, he, you know, he played a lot. He, he played a fair amount of his snaps in the slot, which, you know, typically you get more open in the slot. It's easy to run a route in the slot if you can cut and break out of that pretty well. We talked about this all year last year, though, Wiz. You said it first. Uh, he's a kid that in his very first year looked like he was ready for the speed of the game. Okay, He wasn't affected by the speed of the game. He was ready to play at that level. And his target started coming up and up and up as the year went on. As we said just a minute ago, 2.3 fantasy points per target on the year. Uh, that's number 7 in the entire league. 2.3 fantasy points per target. Number 7 wide receiver Per each target he got. I can't say that enough. That's fantastic for a young kid playing with a third and fourth string quarterback. Jimmy Garoppolo is gonna come back this year. My absolute expectation is George Kittle's numbers are gonna drop significantly because when you're running Nick Mullins, are not dropping, when you're man. running Nick Mullins out there as your starting quarterback each week and all he can do is pick one target and throw to it, yes, he's gonna throw to the biggest dude on the field, running against a safety. So those are, wide receivers are going to start to come up a little bit in San Francisco, I think. Um, if, if, he, if all he does is keep the pace that he had last year, uh, 2.3 fantasy points per target, and the target pace he had there toward the end of the year last year, he would have... Ended wide receiver 9 in 2018. If G just maintains that same pace he had, you have to imagine what Jimmy G coming back, it'll be better. My estimation is somewhere around 90 catches, close to a 1,000 yards, and 8 touchdowns for a kid who... uh, Dante Pettis might be the best second-year receiver in the league this year. And I think he's going to be a solid wide receiver, too, for fantasy, for wherever you take him uh, all year long.
2: Yeah, I mean, going
0: by the way, um, in round eight right now, which which is a third round, a third wide receiver on your team, pretty good value.
2: Yeah, I mean, I like Dante Pettis. There's a little bit of unknown there. Just you know, there is no history with Jimmy G and him. That's um, true. Scares me a little. I think the preseason, the off season is going to be pretty important for that connection to kind of kind of get a feel for uh, for that. Is is Goodwin ben, still ben. around, Marquise? Yes. And, yeah. Yeah, maybe. So those are the two guys there, and Kittle. I,
1: I, I think Pettis is a much better receiver than Goodwin, though.
2: Oh yeah, I would think so. Overall, Goodwin's kind of a one-trick pony. Yes. But but uh, yeah, we'll see. I don't know. Pettis is one of. The, I didn't get much eyeball test on Pettis last year, being out in San Fran there. So because we watched
0: the. Uh, I know. I know you
2: got you, some. You well, got some love. Well, yeah. You know, we don't watch all the games with. <laughs> so. I know you guys really don't
1: really watch the games. That's the best part. Um, I'm just glad that you actually started listening to me. That's what I'm glad about. so
0: yeah, Proud well, you for that. well I agree with you the first time you said that, but yes, I do agree. I almost didn't put him on this list to let you do it. are you gonna take it? <sighs> God damn
1: it, Frog-tacular. Frog Well Clark
0: doesn't wait anymore on shots. He takes them immediately. Yeah. Froggy, are you gonna do some
1: Lunner's Pride yet?
0: No. Hit us with one of your guys here. While we're waiting for hey, you guys They should to
1: really make us shot. everywhere. Watch
2: watch this. I'm gonna go with uh Chris Herndon the Fourth. Ouch. Chris Ouch. Herndon the Fourth. Did you guys know he was the fourth? Chris Herndon. Did you know he was the fourth? I did. No. Yeah, Why summer? would
1: you even listen? We're trying to listen. New listeners. York
2: Jets. Yeah, another bad offense. I'm picking on here. I thought, <laughs> I, I thought I'd attack the bad offenses with my three guys here. You know, might get lucky on one of them. Unfortunately, you know, Pat,
0: you
2: know, there might be a little, uh, you know. Can't think of the term I'm looking for right now because you know got a couple shots in me, but he, he a two-game suspension is is probable is looming for this man. What do you um, do? Little DUI in the off-season. Hey, who hasn't? But uh. <laughs> Actually, that that might help you get him at a better value. You know, when that announcement comes out, oh, yep, Herndon's out the first two games. People might sit on him a little more than they may have before. He's already uh, going in
0: the thirteenth round.
2: Correct. His ADP is currently thirteen oh four as tight end fourteen, uh, which I think is a pretty good deal because you could draft him as your second tight end, but I think he could very well transition into being a number one tight end for most of the season. Coach Adam Gase, their new head coach, recently called him a unicorn. That's fucking awesome. Because of
0: his uh, (laughs) Adam Gase is always on acid. (laughs) Always on acid.
2: Pro Football Focus graded uh, Herndon as the number nine overall tight end in the league last year as a rookie. Uh, He's a good blocking tight end. He was the highest graded player on the Jets offense, which is no surprise because that Jets offense was... uh, Rough. Pretty putrid. Uh, He's ranked number one for tight end in true catch rate, which you guys like to throw around, uh, which is pretty impressive, especially you know with a, a rookie quarterback. Uh, he has a strong connection with Darnold. Uh, I think he, you know, especially in a twelve-man league, I think he finishes in the tight end one rankings on the season. I'm looking at about six hundred and fifty and six touchdowns. I would be. I would be glad to have Herndon on my roster as a tight end, pushing to make my starting lineup each week.
0: The reason I don't hate this call is because you, I like to draft a tight end at the very end of the draft because it's a fucking tight end. Big dude, 6'4", 250 plus pounds. He scored a bunch of touchdowns last year. You have to. There's a lot. A lot of people expect Sam Darnold to sort of take a step up as a quarterback in the league. They've done a lot of things on that offense to try to help that along. So maybe Chris Herndon has a chance. I think he gets lost in the shuffle of. of weapons that they yeah. quote unquote weapons between Le'Veon Bell and the receivers that they had. Yeah, you got team, Bell,
2: you got Crowder, you got uh Anderson, you've got Inunua coming back. But that just means, you know, he's just he's he should be running open. But what in the he, middle of the field. What he
0: established himself as last year was a an end zone tight end, one of those big tight ends who will go up and score a touchdown I mean, so you that's haven't, valuable.
2: If you haven't seen it, listeners, YouTube this man against Green Bay. He had one of the best catches of the year. A one-handed snag in traffic to, I think it was even to score a touchdown or real close. It was pretty nasty. So you, brought, you bring up tight ends something. here.
1: Uh, I don't, no one, no one, you didn't talk about Gasecki, Mark Andrews.
2: Who, I have Andrews who's on my he, list, in, uh, I'm just not a tough fan of Hayden? Lamar Jackson Hurst. to give. And and they have so many fucking tight ends on their team all the time. What, what about Miami, though? Eh. No? I, is just, Patrick a big tight end guy? I don't, I don't know. No, just ask us Yeah, it's Patrick so you you, you just like guy.
1: you like the numbers here that the, the, the potential uh, potential earned more than anything else. Well,
0: yeah, yeah. Um, I I
1: can't argue with him. I'm and he put up he video. put up
0: yeah it's pretty good. I'm gonna do it right it's now. Pretty good catch. Wiz, tell us about your your somebody you we don't like right? You yeah,
1: I I'm on. gonna. So everything that we kind of talk about here is predicated on value a little bit right here, like. Uh, Froggy brought it up. Herndon's fourteenth round. Um, I talk about Ronald Jones. He's like running back number sixty. <laughs> Anthony <laughs> Miller <laughs> is running back. What? He score on it? Or Anthony Miller is wide receiver. What?
0: I don't know. I'm just looking at. You do um,
1: right I'm picking Philip Lindsay, folks. I am terrified of Philip Lindsay because of Joe Flacco. You're not
0: picking him as a sophomore breakout. Ooh, That's what I thought. It was. I am picking Philip Lindsay as a as a bus. You guys
2: just bust. traded for him. We, yes. just trade,
0: we just traded DJ Moore Marquis and Marquise valdes scantling to get Philip Lindsay and And Godwin. Chris, Godwin.
2: Chris Godwin. And some draft picks.
1: Yeah, and keep in mind, Lindsay, like Lindsay's 2018 stats were, were 10 TDs and 1,000 yards. Pretty, pretty fucking pretty good. Pretty damn good. Pretty damn good, right? Yeah. So, so let me give you some numbers on this, right? So, first of all, Flacco comes there. Bad quarterback, okay? Vic so fan- bad. Vic Fangio is a defensive. I think Vic Fangio is going to run the ball. I think Vic Fangio is is, is a defensive co- defensive order coordinator. Basically, um, he had .98 yards created per carry, which is number running back number forty five. He had .93 fantasy but, points per opportunity, which is number forty eight running back. Um, he only had five goal line carries. He only is at in it's all of twenty eighteen. He averaged six point nine. Defenders in the box last year. That is only going to go up with Flacco. That is not going to go down. No, they they have they have Sutton, who's a good receiver, but he's not he's not going to he's not taking the top off the fucking defense, folks. The lack
2: of Sanders is going to hurt that offense. S- if he's not able. to Yeah, play. Sanders, is good, he, to go, he, oh, Sanders
0: is good to go, baby. Sanders is good to go. But yeah. I mean,
1: uh, this is the question: is how so? So Sanders might draw double coverage. Sutton's certainly not. Um,
0: Deshaun Hamilton, baby. I,
1: I I see a regression here. Last year he had 1,000 yards and 10 TDs. I'm thinking at 2019, 7 TDs is the most.
0: Well, so so he's the only guy in the top, what, 15 running backs that didn't have 200 carries. So, like, his his touchdown numbers were through the roof, his touchdown percentage. His care, what did he have per carry last year? It was insane, it was, right? He was lead five in the league point, a lot of Five, and, time. And, a half five so and a half yards per can, carry, yes. He's not going to do that again. I agree with you that he's a, he's a good candidate for a bust relative to what you might Correct. expect after last year. We right. still traded for him. We traded him for different reasons. We
1: have Melvin Gordon. We have Christian McCaffrey. We traded we him needed, because running back depth. We needed right. depth because it's a fine number
0: three running back. A yeah. fine, yeah. fine Look, running back number three. Three and a half because we still have McKinnon. We'll see what happens out there in San Francisco. But yeah. But the bottom line is, I
1: think don't expect him. His numbers to go up from last year. No. Every single person that we've talked about last so far, his numbers are going to go up. Philip yeah. Lindsay's numbers are going to go back. And you're
0: having to draft him in the third round right now, which means you're, he's your number two running back, and he's not going to be... He's not going to do it for you as a two, I think.
1: I, I... The fact of the matter is he had 6.9 average defenders in the box. Yeah. Do you see that ge- being reduced oh. in, fuck no. Hell no.
0: Hell no. All right, let me give you my last one. This is a guy I like as a breakout candidate. This is sort of... I'm digging deep on this one, guys, because this guy didn't play a single... Fucking play in. I think he just got his jersey number. In fact, <laughs> like uh, a few weeks ago, because he never he didn't play long enough in camp to get a fucking jersey number. This is Dion Kane, wide receiver, Indianapolis Colts. Came out of Clemson last season. He was another one of these fucking Clemson. Clemson receivers last season. In the preseason, we talked about him a couple times on the show, though because. Uh, the beat reporters in Indianapolis are saying that Deion Kane is stepping up and has made a clear spot for himself as a number two. He had that one over Chester Rogers pretty easily in the offseason before he, what did he do? He tore his ACL. He did something bad. Uh, he's he's going to be back this year. He's on ba- on track right now to be back for the beginning of camp. So he's going to get himself an entire offseason season. With Andrew Luck, we all love the Indianapolis Colts offense, right? We love the Colts offense. In fact, when I posted on Twitter, Twitter my best landing spots for rookies, people were pissed I didn't put an Indianapolis Colts receiver on there because whoever plays across from T. Y. Hilton is bound to be serviceable in fantasy. Deontay fucking Inman last Devin year. Devin Funchess.
2: Yeah, that's it.
0: Dontrell Inman last year, Chester Rogers. These are no-name receivers Man, that did froggy. well. Who's
1: your favorite last tight end of
0: Detroit? Eric Ebron. He's Man. over there in Indy. Yep. Look, <laughs> trash. Whoever plays the ro- the number two role in Indianapolis is going to be of value. Always is of value with Andrew Luck. Deion Kane did enough work in, la- in the last off that I expect him to step back in. And do some nice things. He's got a great size and speed combo. He in, in college, he was a really he was a really really gritty player. He went out and got you know he's one of those guys that'll go up and catch your 50-50 balls all day. Uh, when he was coming out of college, the things that were cited as his he didn't go till like the sixth round. And some of the reasons were there were mental things, right? Like his ability to overcome a drop or a turnover. He had a lot of penalties against him because he was a men- sort sort of a head case a little bit. He had focus problems. None of those things are physical traits, which means all of those things are super coachable. You put them in the right system, under the right coaches, with the right quarterback. Um, I don't think Deion Kane has a problem transitioning into the NFL. He wasn't having that problem last offseason. I think he's going to step in and be just fine. Uh, Andrew Luck had more pass attempts last season than any quarterback in the league. We know what this offense is. That's not going to happen this year. It, it might fucking happen again this year because this is even with even if he doesn't have the most,
1: he's going to have this is fucking with, close. This to was the most.
0: with the. We said it last offseason. Andrew Luck had never had a running back that was a running back to in fantasy last year. Matt came on strong. Naheem Hines came on strong. Who is the other? fucking rookie Jordan, Jordan Wilkins. Jordan, Jordan Wilkins did it last year and, and uh, still lucked through the ball more than anybody in their, what, 10-game win streak. This is an offense that is going to be great. This is a position that's going to be great as a wide receiver, two on the team. I think Deion Kane has a leg up on anybody else going into the offseason. Uh, it, it, it's going it, to be one of these, all things are coming together. Now, I will say, we all know, as you said a minute ago, Ebron Jack Doyle, these are touchdown Hawks. T.Y. Hilton is going to take touchdowns away. Even Marlon Mack, Naheem Hines catching the ball in the backfield take touchdowns away. So my projections have him at somewhere between 70, 75 catches, 750 to 800 yards. I think his one fault is going to be touchdowns. So he's, n- he's certainly not a wide receiver. That's pretty two. low. Probably not a wide receiver three, but I think it'll be a flex option for for a lot of people in his first official season. I've only got him getting four touchdowns. Five probably is about his ceiling. What's this?
1: What? What is he? Is he? Is he you say he's kind of gritty. Is he? What's the size? I think he's six
0: one or six two. He's, not he's small. He's not small. He's pretty fast. He's he's. Let me let me pull this great up. size speed combo. Yeah, hang on.
1: Well, I mean, if you four T's is nothing in reality. It's, yeah, it's but I think good.
2: I don't know, man. I don't I don't know. He's going to have some competition. Sure, to he get will. Funches will be hard. I think Rodgers. He's he's 6'2",
0: 202, and he ran a four 40. So, this so guy supposedly there. has
1: all the talent way okay, better than, than Rodgers. Everything
0: but, about everything about him coming out of college that dropped him on the boards was look, he was a head case. He didn't catch a lot of touchdowns. In college, those were his big. Those were his. My, my
2: concern is that the mental game, which is his weakness, yes. the lack of being on the practice field, basically reverts him. You're still a fucking rookie. Well, he's going to take you a well, whole he did, he did, season. He did to all practice of the off season to get until
0: there. the week before preseason. Yeah, but still, it's a, he's going to be there all off season this see, season. This might be,
1: be right. the most controversial person we're talking about here. Yeah. I, I, I like him. I really do. But but great to to Foggy's point. Why is he not the next Martavius? Bryant here.
0: Well, he he's not six five running a four three five forty.
1: Okay, so but, but he's still six two. But mental. But the problem is, is to, to his point, he's not mentally strong.
0: That what? Yeah, that was, that was his, honestly. That
2: was his every time we talk about the Colts, you know what happens to me? I get a bigger boner for Mac. Baby, <laughs> honestly, trust me. We, because we, no, but, I mean, we tried. It, we tried for Mac. <laughs> it's it just feels we like it's coming together. It. They're not going to pass it as much as they were in the first half of the season. I think they will. I, not I as much as they were in the that. first half. Fifty-five times a game. Why? They're going to be winning. Yeah, yeah. They're good. You're, They're you're a right good team. You're right? Accurate. I feel like Mac could could have a a top five type season. Can Mac that much I'm of a load? I'm starting to get a That's, big boner for Mac.
0: That well, uh, considering Naheem Hines, Naheem Hines is going to take a lot of the catches away, yeah, he's not going to catch all that.
2: But who else, I mean, if they're winning,
0: he's going to be the guy, right? I th- I think I think Dion Kane might be one of the best value picks for a dynasty roster this year. Period. He's only twenty two years. Let's old,
1: not go maybe. dynasty. Which, what round are you taking Dion Kane?
0: I don't think in. Well, let's see where his ADP is, shall we? Is it even on there? Maybe I not. Doubt it. He's not even on the list, which yeah. means he's being taken way the hell outside the top. So
1: 15. let's say, okay, I, I think I'd have 20 rounds in my auction, okay? Yeah. I, 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 I'd be willing to bet. I, I'd say $3 on Kane. Dude, why why I'd I, be, I not? Yeah, I'd oh, be willing yeah. to take him
0: in the 12th round, 13th 12th. round. Absolutely. Fuck, you on your mind. Is that where the third $3 is? Because this is a guy that you, in the 12th, 13th round, you're not picking starters. You're pick, this is the point where you're picking guys depth. that could be home run shots. No, 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 no.
1: But, but this is the point. You're building depth. I'm not sure. To, to, right. to, to Froggy's point, you're, this is
0: not depth. Th- this is a home run. Right, this yes. is a shot in the dark. Yes, yeah. that's me, exactly what this is. Give me the shot in the dark in the 12th round. Well, 12? that's pretty that. early. Yeah, Maybe in the 17th yeah. or something. Fuck yes, I think. Because I, I, my, my projections you, are get you 50 yards can, and four You can get on. them
1: all day long in the 12th, but I'm not sure you're going to get value at four TDs in the 12th round. The floor.
0: Um, That's an absolute floor for him.
1: My
2: thinking is, Kane. Let's say he does hit those numbers; the majority of them will come in the second half. So, if you draft him, Maybe. you're going to end up cutting him anyway and picking him up later. It's
0: possible. It's possible. That would be I, my.
2: I'm
1: plan. not saying you're wrong on that. There's a good chance in most of most and most people's.
0: Leagues, this guy's not drafted. Yeah, there's a reason he's the third guy listed here. But I like him, and I think he's. I think he's going to be a surprise. I can't, I don't disagree. I I also like him.
1: I, I like that offense. Yes, I like yeah. everything about him. But the problem I think to to Friday's point is 12's early. You're, you're you can get him 17, 18 and probably it,
2: it probably yeah, well you could get him any in your draft. Most guys, he's not even he's on the He's never. Radar, he's not going to be
0: drafted no. by anybody. No.
2: And that's kind of like my last guy as well. He yes. may not be on anybody's draft radar. But if I'm playing in a PPR or a half-point PPR, he's going to be on my draft radar, maybe as the last pick of the draft. Keep it <laughs> consistent. Keep him Mr. Irreve- irrelevant. Yes. Just like he was from last year's 2018 draft. Make him that in your fucking hometown league, maybe. Um, we're talking about Trey Quinn here of the Washington Redskins.
0: That's an offense we all love. Uh, <laughs> they were the bottom. Four yeah, I mean, of all I think those.
2: I think I had him ranked number thirty-two in offense, which is unbelievable. But uh, you know, he's I, I had Crowder in my three in the pink doing <laughs> last season, and I'm, I'm kind of just gonna take a Rolling swing with, with it, it again. <laughs> Going uh, back to uh, it. I, love it. He, I think he was active for about three games last season. He ended up with ten targets for nine catches, seventy-five yards over ten targets, nine k. Yeah, that's pretty good. Ninety percent catch rate. Uh, 75 yards and a touchdown. He uh, was on the injured reserve to start the season with an ankle injury, and then he came back for a couple games and re- re-injured an ankle. So Ooh. maybe he's a little pussy. I don't know. <laughs> we'll find out. But, uh, you know, doing a little research, I did find out that he holds the all-time high school receiving record of 6,566 yards. That's impressive. Pretty impressive. A lot of and a lot of TDs going to go along with seventy touchdowns. uh, Holy shit! As like a six foot white man. Where's he
0: out of? Oh, whoa, 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 whoa! Is he white? Oh yeah, I'm not of him. Where's he? Where's he out
2: of? Like, I, I think he's from
0: Louisiana. He was recruited by LSU. Seventy
2: TDs is a
0: I am not interested in any white fantasy player. A That's
2: white slot receiver? A white slot receiver? Cooper Cup?
0: I'll take a white slot. Cooper Cup? I'll take a white slot guy all there you damn go. day. You're right about that. I apologize. Thank also, you. Also, we just traded for Philip Lindsay. He's white, isn't he? No, nah, he's a mix. Ah, he's an Oreo.
2: From a distance, you would think he was, though.
0: Right. From a good distance.
2: Anyway, Trey Quinn, uh, coming out of Louisiana, was recruited by LSU as a top target, uh, played two seasons there, just wasn't getting much love, you know, the quarterback play at LSU is usually pretty fucking shitty, uh, so he decided to transfer to SMU, he played one season there, put up some pretty gaudy numbers for the, uh, SMU Mustangs, and then entered the NFL draft as a junior, where he became the last pick of the draft. He steps right into Crowder's slot role, uh, you know, again, we talked about this offense. Their downfield targets are shitty. Their quarterbacks can't throw very far. Case Keenum! So, you know, if you got to try to throw the ball, I think Quinn's going to get plenty of targets if he can stay on the field. Gruden, head coach, you know, quote that he made was that Quinn will jump right into the slot role and dominate.
0: Ooh. That would, that would, you have to trust it a coach has oh, never you said you always big trust things. what a coach says has in He never the off-season. said big off season things exactly. about him. exactly wow. but
2: anyway you know his current ADP is outside of the top 67 so maybe this is a guy you have on your radar uh, as a free agent pickup early in the season you know see what he does but i'm projecting him at 650 yards with 70 catches and 6 scores which I don't Puts him in the radar of a wide receiver three slash flex. I don't mind any of that. Everything you just talked about, that's pretty good. Thanks, buddy. What I don't agree with you on here
1: is your your six TDs, seven receptions. Six com-
2: TDs a little high
1: compared to Trayvon Smith. And I, strictly going off, off of offenses, yep. You our argument was is you, we didn't see Tracon Smith could actually jump to those nine TDs.
2: My, right. my 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 argument there is just going to be opportunity. Traquan has much more competition for opportunity Quinn. than Traquan. I think Traquan's got the slot locked. There isn't a he lot will be knowledge. on the field. Josh Doxson still right. in Washington. Paul Richardson, but, but, but I'm, okay. I'm
1: okay with that. But but we just talked about top 10 offense versus 30, 30th offense.
2: Right. But... Again, they'll be losing most games, Washington. Well, yeah, so they the, will have to pass. They'll have to try to pass. You're we'll not get, wrong on that. He's yeah. going to get some junk stuff. I'm not saying this is going to be in competitive yeah. football game. We're not this talking season. this is great. Yeah. At the end of the season, this is just what he falls into. Okay.
0: Hey, let me ask you both this question, because here are two two receivers we just talked about really late, if you even draft them, guys. Yeah. Who would you rather have going into the season? Trey Quinn, Deion Kane.
1: Can you give me Quinn's... Is Quinn 6'4"? What is Quinn?
2: Six. So they're about the same size. Six foot 203. I think something like that. I'm
1: taking King because of the offense.
2: You, sir? Again, you know, I know you like to drop these fucking questions on me, but a lot of it's on roster makeup. What's the rest of the team look like?
0: See, that's the fucking question.
2: I'm 15th stick with, round I'm of stick your with my fucking guy. You want to put him. a bet? Head-to-head? Yep. Who will scores who? <laughs> Half point That's PBR. That's a bet there. Fucking the... Let's do it.
0: Uh, there's a drop that says bet somewhere in here. we got to get a bet in there for the episode. Uh, you know, I wanted to make a bunch of bets about the draft, but you guys hadn't done it's any research. Bet. Half point PBR, baby. Head-to-head. I'm taking Deion Kane because my six-year-old son's favorite team is the Clemson Tigers. Okay, guys. Uh, does anybody have anything else to say before we're done? My
2: lesson of the day is that if you're ever playing the game of Ookie cookie make sure to uh pre-game with some porn
0: with females ladies ladies also great game to play for just a little bit gay and uh everybody else around you is clearly not all right that's everything for us guys fuck off we'll see you next week we've got the draft episode coming up next week we intentionally didn't talk about rookies before they found a landing spot because that means nothing to anybody
1: Thank you for listening to another episode of Your Football Fantasy. Now pull up your pants, subscribe, and review us on Apple Podcasts. You can find more from these limp dick butt pirates at www.yourfootballfantasy.weebly.com.